0: Hello, my name is Samuel Odo and you are listening to the Have Dominion podcast. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the anointing that is upon my life, that is upon this broadcast. Thank you for your grace that is upon our life, upon this ministry. And we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ for speaking through us at other times. And we depend on you right now to speak through us again. In the name of Jesus Christ, minister to everyone that is listening to this podcast in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If there is anyone under any form of oppression of the devil, in the name of Jesus Christ, I decree their freedom in the name of Jesus. Before this broadcast is over, in the name of it shall be evident that they've been set free from every captivity. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. I'd like to welcome you to this podcast. God has given me a message. He laid it on my heart to minister to anyone that is under the yoke of the spirit of heaviness. Anyone that is experiencing any form of depression, any form of anxiety, any form of mood disorder. In the name of Jesus Christ, before this episode is over, you will be walking completely free in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that your spirit man will open up, that your heart will open up to receive this word that God is sending your way in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So I'll be speaking on overcoming the spirit of heaviness. Overcoming the spirit of heaviness. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 1 to 3. Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 1 to 3 and we shall be looking at Luke chapter 4 verse 16 to verse 19. Shout hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Shout hallelujah. Now this was a prophecy about the ministry of Jesus Christ by the prophet Elijah. He was looking into the future and he was prophesying about the ministry of Jesus Christ. What Jesus Christ, then Jesus was not yet born, It was not I don't think his grandfather was even born then. Yeah, so Isaiah was speaking into the future, talking about the messianic ministry of Jesus Christ. And now in the book of Luke chapter 4, after Jesus has gone to the mountain, he has fasted and prayed for 40 days and forty nights and prepared himself for the ministry. The Bible says he returned in the power of the Spirit. And he went into, into the temple, let's read Luke chapter 4, from verse 16 to 19. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He was now reiterating the prophetic word that was spoken concerning his ministry. He found it and he was reading it to the people. Uh, in the political circle, they call it the manifesto. He was kind of reading out the manifesto of his ministry. Uh, For us in the ministry circle, we call it the mandate of our ministry. Jesus Christ was releasing the vision, the mission of his ministry. Verse 18 again, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Shout hallelujah. So Jesus' ministry was a restoration ministry. He came to undo whatever the devil did since the fall of man. When man fell, the devil really messed up the mind of man, the soul of man. He messed up the soul of man. He messed up the soul of man. Now by way of introduction, I want you to understand... The parable of the sower we're not going to read the parable of the sower is we can read it in the book of luke chapter 8 from verse 5 to 15. luke chapter 8 from verse 5 to 15 but he was talking about the seed the seed fell on the rock, some fell on, on among thorns you know some fell by the wayside and some fell on the good ground all of them fell and as soon as the seed was sown the devil came immediately He came immediately. Satan is afraid of the word of God. He's afraid of the seed. Even now that I'm speaking to you right now, Satan is afraid of the word you're about to receive because he knows that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So Satan comes immediately. The Bible says that, the one that fell among tons, he says that they received the word so happily. And that word is choked. That word they received is choked by the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. So Satan organizes situations and circumstances, negative situations. He organizes tragedies. You know, he is the God of this world. He is in control of the affairs of this world. If anyone tells you that God is in charge of whatever happens in this world, he's not telling you the full truth. Otherwise, God is really mismanaging this world. So it means God is in charge of all the accident, all of the COVID-19, whatever is happening. Satan, man, God gave the world, the earth and the fullness to man. And man gave it, to, handed it over to Satan. And since Satan took control of the earth, he has been stealing, he has been killing, and he has been destroying God's creation. So Satan is the one responsible for all of the misfortunes that are happening in the world. So Satan has access. Remember in the book of Job, Satan was busy up and down. The sons of God were having a meeting. Satan rocked up. Satan, they're asking, where have you been? He said, I've been moving up and down, to and fro the earth. So he has the right He is an illegal occupant of the earth. But for some reason, man gave him the license. So for us as believers, we know the earth used to belong to man. God created the earth for his man, Adam and Eve. But they committed what other preachers call high treason and sold out to the devil. Since that time, Satan has been running things. He has access to your finances, except, except you stop him. He has access to, he can touch your body. If you don't stop him, he will kill you with sickness. So Satan organizes situations and circumstances to steal the word of God that you receive. Because he's afraid of the word. He is afraid. He knows faith comes by hearing and he knows that it is the word of God that the shield of faith that comes from hearing and understanding the word that can put an end to all of his activities in your life. So one of the strategies of the devil is to steal the word of God from believers so he can defeat them. So he organizes and manipulates events and situations so he can get us anxious, worried, and fearful. So any form of anxiety, whether it's for your children's school fees, you're so anxious that I may not be able to pay off my car, I may not be able to complete the payment for my house, my house is going to be repossessed. It comes from nowhere. Baseless anxiety is all organized by the devil to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil knows that as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. If you think you're going to die, for some reason you're going to die. You're going to die. So every anxiety, every worry, every doubt, for example, is caused by the devil and his evil spirit. There's a spirit called the spirit of fear. We'll be understanding as we move on in this episode. You understand that fear is not normal. It's not normal for you to live in a state of fear. There is a spirit called the spirit of fear. We shall be understanding how that spirit operates and how to cast that spirit out of our lives. Fear makes your faith unproductive. Fear makes you unproductive. It renders your faith incapacitated. So whenever you give in to fear, you will sink Remember the story of Peter in Matthew chapter 14, verse 28 to 31. Matthew 14, 28 to 31. Peter saw Jesus walking on the water. Every other person was afraid. He told Jesus, if it is you, tell me to come. Jesus told him, come. And as soon as Jesus said, come, he stepped out of the boat and he was walking on water. He was walking on water, making history. Making history, working, defying the, the, the laws of nature. He was walking on water, having victory, having the time of his life. All of a sudden, Satan organized the wind. Satan organized a storm. And as soon as Peter took his eyes off Jesus Christ, the Word of God, and took his eyes in the direction of the storms of life, he began to sink. And he cried out to Jesus and Jesus picked him up. And Jesus did not pat him on the back and say, oh wow, good try. No, Jesus told him, why did you fear? Why did you fear? Fear is not normal. You will sink with fear. You are a victim of your fear. Whatever misfortune, if you check very well and you are honest, some of the misfortunes you have faced in your life, some of the misfortunes I have faced in my life are misfortunes we were first afraid when fear came we attract fear is magnetic job said that the things that i feared have come upon me fear has a way of attracting the object do you know fear and faith they work the same faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god fear comes by hearing and hearing the lies of the devil Faith, The same way faith attracts good things, opens doors for good things, fear opens doors to misfortunes, fear opens doors to calamities, fear opens the doors to tragedies in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke that spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at COVID-19 for example. If you turn on the news... Everything you're talking, they're talking about every time it's COVID, 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 200 people died here. This hospital has been shut down. This facility has been shut down. Uh, If you don't wear your mask, you're going to die. There's this projection, economic devastation that, you know, the economy is going to, you know, go down. There's this fear, there's this fear. Now people are afraid of water. All of a sudden, Satan will organize one message on WhatsApp and it will go viral, that they're gonna poison the water. And people will go and be buying water. People will buying rolls of toilet paper. We're gonna run out of toilet paper. Satan organizes situations to put fear and anxiety on your heart. And before you know it, it graduates into depression. All of a sudden, you are, you are so heavy, you are so, you're feeling so down. You are feeling down. I know it is normal to feel down once in a while. Once in a while, things don't really happen the way you expect. Maybe you, you, you know you're standing in faith for something and it doesn't come. Sometimes it weighs you down. It is not wrong to be weighed down, but it is wrong to stay down. It is wrong to stay down. It is not unusual to be anxious. It is unusual for a believer to remain anxious to give in to that anxiety. Amen. If your anxiety or your fear has lingered for a long time. If it has become a normal experience, then a demonic force is involved, and you must resist that demonic force. Amen. Now let's go back to our text again. This time I want us to read it carefully in the book of Isaiah. Let's go back to Isaiah 61 again. Having in mind, bearing in mind that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same thing Jesus Christ did when he was alive, he's still doing today. He has not stopped doing ministry. He's still active in ministry. But this time around, he's sitting down, he's allowing his boys to do the work for him. Right now, I'm speaking to you on behalf of Jesus Christ. I am doing the works of Jesus Christ. And if you have faith in Christ in me, you will receive your deliverance from every form of anxiety, every form of worry, and every form of fear right now. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah 61, from verse 1-3. to 3, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Jesus Christ has been anointed. He is the anointed one and is anointing. If you are brokenhearted, he has sent me today to bind up that broken heart. If you are in under any form of captivity to any bad habits, if you are under any form of captivity to any form of addiction, in the name of Jesus, I proclaim your liberty now. In the name of Jesus Christ, if you are having these constant nightmares... This this dream that frightens you every time. If you are having any form of attack of the enemy, that maybe a spirit being comes and the spirit is making love to you, every time you are having this terrible experience in your dream, you are being tormented in any area. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I proclaim your liberty right now. In the name of Jesus. And he said, the opening of prison to them that are bound. Do you feel like you are in prison? To any bad habit, do you feel like you are imprisoned to the devil? In the name of Jesus Christ, I decree that that prison door is open right now. And you are going scot-free. Do you feel like a bird? Some of us, we, we are full of potential. But it looks like we are caged. Our potentials are caged. You cannot even make progress. You feel like an eagle that is put in a cage. You cannot soar. In the name of Jesus Christ, whatever is tying down any aspect of your destiny is destroyed right now in the name of Jesus that prison door is destroyed right now and you have been set free in the mighty name of Jesus Christ amen verse 2 to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord and the day of vengeance of our god to comfort all that mourn verse 3 to appoint unto them to comfort all, the, all that mourn verse 2 some of the problems we some of us the problem we have Began the moment we lost a loved one. And it looks like our life has been put on hold the moment a loved one passed away. It might be your parents, your spouse, your a child or a relation. In the name of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ has been sent to comfort you. In the name of Jesus. And I release you from that spirit of heaviness right now. In the name of Jesus. Verse 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. This connotes, ashes connotes shame and reproach. It connotes mourning and tragedy. Those days when something bad happens to someone, they pour ashes on their head to show that you know they are so sad. It connotes sadness in the name of Jesus Christ. Any area of your life, where you have been disgraced. Every form of disgrace. Maybe you fell into a particular sin. And you got caught. And since that time you've been living in this constant shame. In the name of Jesus. I destroy that spirit of guilt right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ loves you. The Bible says that his, his, his messes are new every morning. There's no mistake you've made that is stronger than the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus cleanses you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. He says the oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The garment of praise. Praise cannot victory. Praise cannot victory. Praise, the, uh, some people say the shouting side, the winning side is the shouting side. When you are praising God, it means you are having the victory. Praise and victory, they go hand in hand. Whenever you praise God, you have victory. Whenever you you, you have victory, you praise God. Shout hallelujah. And it says that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. When God is done cleaning you up, before this series is over, in the name of Jesus Christ, you will be cleaned up. Jesus, your beauty, your glory, your destiny will begin to shine again Mm -hmm. in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same. He has not changed. He has not changed. He has not changed. What he did before, he's going to do again in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. So whatever steals your joy and your peace is of the devil. Whatever has stolen your peace. Whatever has stolen your joy. Is of the devil. God is not in the business of stealing people's joy. God is not a joy breaker. Satan is the joy breaker. Whatever is depressing you is from the devil. Satan is responsible for that anxiety you feel even now. You don't know your kids are about to graduate from grade 12. They're about to go to the university. You are so worried. Will my kids be able to go to the university? Where am I going to get money? That thought is from the devil. That is from the devil. Am I going to be able to pay off my car? What if my car is repossessed? What if my house is repossessed? Will I be able to pay off my mortgage? In the name of Jesus, I curse that voice. I command that voice to start speaking right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. So Satan has been released into the earth. Man released him. We made the devil who he is. We gave in to him. He deceived us and he took the dominion from us. We gave him to the dominion. He is using it against us. Child of God, if you are suffering from any form of mood disorder, any form of anxiety, just know that that is not where it's ending. Satan is a, steal, is a thief. He steals from you. He kills you and he destroys you. He wants you to lose your mind completely. So don't tolerate any form of anxiety he is out to kill and destroy you must not tolerate it if any of your child is having any form of disorder eating disorder or your child is so so obsessed about not you know being about their weight particularly the females in the name of Jesus, i want you to know that thing is not from god And all of a sudden, they are afraid to eat. If I eat, I'm going to gain weight. And you're listening to me. Maybe you are so obsessed about your weight. In the name of Jesus, I want you to know that that obsession is from the devil. You are so worried about being obese. You are so worried about dying early. Whatever is speaking to you that you are going to die the way your father died is from the devil. I resist that voice right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Do you know why the devil organizes depression? Organizes all this anxiety? He is after your faith. He is after your faith. Faith does not work in an atmosphere of anxiety. Faith and, and f- fear they do not work hand in hand. Where there is fear, faith goes on break. When faith comes alive, fear must go. Jesus Christ told that man, "Fear not, only believe. Fear not, only believe." The man said, "Oh God." I believe help down my unbelief. It is remember Jesus said, if you have faith as small as the seed, the mustard seed, he said, You shall speak unto this my tree, be thou removed. And if you do not doubt, you will have it. If you do not doubt, you have you can speak to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. And if you do not doubt, you shall have whatever you say. So Satan knows he is afraid of your faith. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16 says that, Therefore, taking the shield of faith with which you quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Satan is shooting arrows. He's firing darts in your direction. It is the shield of faith that you've been using to quench all of those fiery darts of the enemy. If anything happens to you that that shield of faith goes down, Then you become a victim. All of his arrows, there are arrows flying by the day. Coronavirus and all kinds of virus are flowing in the air. It has been your faith that has been keeping you. Your faith has kept you alive up to this moment. Anything that happens to your faith has destroyed your life. Satan is after your faith. Remember Jesus told Peter, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. Jesus did not pray that Satan will not come. But he prayed, I have prayed for you, that your faith will not fail. He said, but when you are back on your feet, strengthen your brethren. Jesus understood that faith failure is life failure. Faith failure is destiny failure. Whatever destroys your faith has destroyed your destiny. Whatever affects your faith has affected your destiny. If the shield of faith becomes so heavy... Satan organizes situations, organizes criticisms, organizes persecutions, all of those things. He organizes those things to weaken you. To, all of a sudden, you don't have time. You're so depressed, you can't even read the Bible. You can't even pray. He wants the shield of faith to go down. The moment you drop the shield of faith, all of his arrows, all of his arrows, he starts getting at you, hitting you, and you are finished. You are finished. Now, As I begin to summarize, because we are running out of time, we will continue in the next episode wherever we stop, until we are done, until we are completely free, we are not done. Now, who is the spirit of heaviness? Who is the spirit of heaviness? The spirit of heaviness is a personality. It's it's an evil spirit from the devil. That spirit of heaviness... It's an evil anytime you are feeling so heavy. Do you know sometimes you can be feeling so heavy you can't explain why? You are not happy. You are so sad. But you don't know what is making you sad. It is the spirit of heaviness. It's around the corner. You must chase that spirit out. You must cast him out. Chase that demon out before that demon takes a hold of you. Now what are the manifestations? Let's look at some of the manifestations of the presence of that spirit of heaviness. Number one, you constant anxiety. Some people are so anxious about everything. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. Satan says be anxious for everything. You are anxious about your food getting burnt. You are anxious about electricity finishing in your house. You are anxious about next month. Will I be able to pay my rent? Will I be able to pay my children's school fees? Will I be able to get married? When I get married, will I be able to have children? I'm getting old. Will I be able to get have babies? Um My business, will my business prosper? What is going to happen? There is COVID 19. They say third wave is coming. Oh, am I going to survive? What am I going to do? Do I need to save money? You are so anxious. This is one of the early signs of the manifestation of the spirit of heaviness, constant worry and fear. Every time you are worried, that you have become a warrior. (laughs) You have become a warrior. Some people are so worried about their children. They are worried. What about my kids? When I die, are my kids going to be united? When I die, what's going to happen to my house? What's going to happen to my business? Oh, when I die, will my business be able to continue? Wait until you die first. Wait until you die first. Is my child going to graduate from university? You are so worried. You are so afraid. Like Job. Job was so afraid. He didn't know that that spirit was at work on him every time he was afraid. you, my children must have sinned against God. Oh, guys, bring this cow. Let's slaughter this cow. Let's offer a sacrifice. Father, please forgive my children. Forgive them in advance. In case they sin against you, I don't want to lose my things. I don't want to lose my properties. I don't want to lose my wealth. Oh, God, please forgive my children. Forgive my children. Lord, oh, God, if I sinned in my dream, please forgive me. Uh, you Do you sin in your dream? You do not sin in your dream. But Job was so afraid that he was going to lose all he has worked for. And that fear came to pass. That's why Job said, the things that I was afraid of have happened to me. The things I I feared greatly, they have come upon me. So your fear attracts, just like faith attracts blessings, fear attracts calamities. Be free from that spirit in the name of Jesus. Other manifestations of the presence of the spirit of heaviness is all forms of mood disorders. We have major depressions called clinical depression. The one that is so bad that now you need medication. Now you need to be hospitalized. You know, the symptoms, you can have period of extreme sadness. You are so sad for a long time. A period of extreme sadness. Hopelessness. You feel so hopeless. It is the devil. That is making you feel hopeless, not God. Sometimes you feel so empty. That feeling of emptiness is a characteristic, a manifestation of the spirit of heaviness. And these things keep coming back. After this time, you are free, then it comes back again. The sadness comes back again. The hopelessness comes back again. That feeling of emptiness comes back again. Behind all of this, don't be deceived, behind all of these negative emotions is the spirit of heaviness, is the spirit of heaviness, we will pick up from this, when we start, we'll come back to the next episode, when we come back for the next episode, the part two of this teaching, but we're going to, I want us to pray right now. Because I sense the anointing of God for freedom for someone right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, where where do we start? We start from being born again. I'm going to talk about it in the uh, following episodes. But you must be born again. Jesus Christ died for you. He died to destroy the works of the devil. One of those works of the devil is depression and heaviness, anxiety. Jesus Christ died for you on the cross. He took away your sin. He didn't just take away your sin. He took away your sicknesses. And every curse of the law. He took away your poverty. Jesus Christ died for you. All of us who have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But Jesus Christ died. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10. Verse 8 to 10. He said that if you believe in your heart. The Lord Jesus. And confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. You shall be saved. I want to give you an opportunity to do that right now. Say after me. Say Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. Say after me, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me my sin in the name of Jesus Christ. Write my name in the book of life. I believe you died for me, and on the third day you rose again. According to the scriptures, if you say this prayer, you have become born again. Your name has been written in the book of life. If you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, if you believe that Jesus Christ died for you He and God raised him from the dead and you believe that Jesus is Lord. You have said this prayer, you have become born again. You are saved. You are now a new creation in Christ Jesus. So right now, I want to pray for you. You can say after me, say In Jesus' name, I receive my deliverance from the spirit of heaviness. Say that boldly. In the name of Jesus, I receive my deliverance from the spirit of heaviness. Satan, you take your hands off my mind. Satan, take your hands off my mind right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. I speak deliverance for you right now. I curse you, spirit of heaviness, and I command you to take your hands off God's heritage. These people have been bought with a price. They will glorify God in their bodies. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. I will see you in the next episode. Please don't stop now. God has more messages for you, more words for you. God has something that will set you free. I will be sharing with you in the next episode in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Amen.